What is going on, BW Sports One World? It's the Dukes of Football, baby. That's right. Powered by Rockstar Realty, 317-503-8322. Buying or selling a home? Talk to Shauna. Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. Elite performance where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. 765-499-1005. Revved up tattoos, baby. The Rev Todd Durham. Give him a call. Schedule that ink therapy session. 317-537-2667. Bomb Burgers, that's right, Steak and Shake, 7960 US 31 South on the south side of Indianapolis. The Bomb Burgers, Turp House Clear, baby. Go to turphouseclear.com. Put that BW Sports 1 promo code in for 20% off of your order. And Rogue Energy, go to rogueenergy.com. Place BW Sports 1 in as your promo code for your awesome discount. Damon, the one, it's Wednesday. Apparently, I need to go into my file cabinet and look for those last two. I don't have a turp one, so I can't flash up what I don't have. It's on there. It was on. It was on the the, the notes. It's on the notes. <laughs> no, I got right. I got the notes, but I don't have a flash upper. I don't have ah, a flasher upper. Ha, ha, ha. We'll have to and I know I got one on there for Rogue. I think we got maybe one or two. I just need to upload somewhere. But dude, it's Wednesday. It is. I know. It's like. When are they coming back? It's like, bro, right now it's the off season, so I feel that every other week is good. Yeah, you know, we can you can still see us, but then you're not overloaded with a lot of ridiculous football talk. Like, yeah, when we get on next time, we'll talk about these uh, top wide receivers for the rookie class. Yeah, and then you know, we're in talks with our boys from Dynasty Bros. They're going to be uh. Sounds like they're coming back for another season this uh, football season. So you never know. You might get a little bit of Dynasty Bros action in the summer. Hey, man, I really like those guys. I do, too. I do, too. We share the same same, uh, uh, contributor heart. (laughs) Yeah. They got a good dynamic, man. They work well. And, and, And it's one of the few podcasts that I see in my rotation that has a live DJ, DJ Avo, getting it in on the scoopy, 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 scary. <laughs> that was a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Not yours, mine. mine was terrible. It is what it is. Not everybody can be good at Hogan, oh you know. <laughs> oh, and I'm behind on that. Steve is going to be mad at me. I'm behind on the bios. I got Shawn Michaels, uh, Andre the Giant. All those bios are on. I got to watch them. So <laughs> I'm behind. Go ahead and keep up. Hey, um, yes. what did we do this weekend? Dude, this past weekend? Saturday, man. We were, we were busy. Elite Performance did a hell of a powerlifting competition. First inaugural lifting competition there at EP. Those guys did a tremendous job, both the the men's and the women's. Uh, it was fun. The BW Sports One crew was out in full effect with you, the one, in the positive powerhouse, Monica P, doing most of the commentary during that as I was doing the, the back scenes and messing up left and right. And the shit talking. Yes. <laughs> I'm good at that. 
Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Only thing I can remember, I'm not saying that's who he reminded me of. He did remind me of Ogre uh, in Prevention of Nerves, but he sure reminded me of him in Bloodsport. Jackson. (laughs) There you go, Jackson. See, you're making a name for yourself here at BW Sports One. (laughs) Oh, no, it's fine. I think think I'm still hurting from that one rep at 205, first time I lifted in God knows how long. Yeah, that shoulder is not the same as it used to be, brother. No, but it was there. I'm good. I can still bench press somebody else. (laughs) Get off me. No, um... I wasn't implying anything there. I was talking shit. So <laughs> we're good at that. But anyway, you are, I see you are doing some, what's some jiggering? Um, oh, it looked like you were social media. No, I'm good now. Hey, what's show that? the tattoo, bro. Show the tattoo. I know the people who are listening Bang. on SoundCloud and audio, you know what I mean? You can't see that. I tattoo, still got the but- plastic on it, guys. So that's why it looks a little funny. Yeah, they do, you guys like can, I said, we don't do the saran wrap anymore. They do the sticky plastic. It's pretty cool. That's shit, bro. Man, listen, I ain't had a, a tattoo in 20-some years. I had patches. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that you're talking about is, yeah, okay. Well, but, I'm looking so at I'm the ready. left arm. Yeah, I'm looking at the left arm now. It's like, man, you look naked. <laughs> I'm there. The 19th. I am there on the 19th. I'm ready. You there might you have go. to. TikTok it because I don't have TikTok. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> There's no uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we don't keep you guys long today. So um let's 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 go. Let's roll, let's baby. Go. Let's roll. So oh. it looks like what we have up is my bookie man cave chatter. 50% deposit match up to a thousand dollars and a free. bet at mybookie.ag. I think I got them a new person from the state of basketball last week. Uh Uh-oh. Because they mentioned um, uh, something that started with an F and a D. And I was like, oh, no, we don't do that. We do uh, Doc Sports. That's right. A city city to my bookie. Yes, sir. Both of them. City to mybookie.ag. Gave them the promo code and everything. Boom. <laughs> Shaka laka. <laughs> uh, looks like uh, Tom Bracker is joining in before he starts a race. What nice up, Tom? Nice to see you, sir. Nice to see you. And if y'all are into racing, check him out at 12 p.m. Eastern right after we go off. Uh, there's a nice race. I think it's from Michigan. The cup car is at Michigan. Nice, nice. Um, I can't wait to see Tommy back in the cart, man. I'm so excited. I'm ready to go out there and watch and cheer. Mm-hmm. Still not getting in one of those ridiculous suits, but we're going to go with it. <laughs> I mean, you know, the BW Sports One suit may be up for auction soon. Oh, <laughs> spray it down first. Spray it down. <laughs> no. Um, so uh, let's start it off. Uh, you know, we've partnered up with a, the Indiana Tornadoes, who is the semi-pro football team here in the region or in our city. Uh, we have become the voice of their home PA system. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Beast Grove has some electrical issues that we couldn't uh, give them the third down keys as they 
So we're waiting. You know, they people came with their keys. Baby. They did. They we love seeing it. Yes. And <laughs> hey, but you know what? That's all right. We got confirmation that the PA system is back in action for this Saturday night, 7 p.m. kickoff, guys. You want to see some football, summer football, come on out to Beach Grove High School. You can listen to us over the PA in a special, a special live commentary broadcast going on by y'all's truly, us truly, I should say. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> y'all, yes, us, there's those. So, yeah, um, so with the Tornadoes, so they did have a game uh this weekend this past weekend so dan i think you have a little bit more of the info on how our boys did over there i know I they won shirts. i don't want to yeah i love them shirts thank you to the tornadoes for those uh, i'm gonna call them jerseys because they feel more like a jersey setting than oh, a they feel good on my skin man they do <laughs> puts um, the lotion on the skin <laughs> yes i cannot hey coach perry's on welcome Question for you, sir. I know y'all won, and I know it was big. What was mm -hmm. it, 45 to 6 or something like that, I believe? It was something close to that score. We will have Kendall on with us um, during the commentary, during the pregame this Saturday night because the man had five touchdowns. One was called back with five touchdowns, two punt returns, two receiving turns, fumble recovery. He's on it that night, 45 to 6. There you go. I was – Damn on it. Look at that. My memory isn't as jogged as I once thought it was. What did I just say? Exactly. <laughs> I forgot to put up the damn thing. We're in tornado oh, land, man. Hey, we're in tornado land. <laughs> but, yes, we're going to have Kendall on the on for the pregame uh, interview for a minute before they get ready to kick off with a big game for them. This is a major rivalry. Uh, so, guys, come out. Join them. Yeah, that score uh, Coach Perry put up was 45 to 6. Which is exactly the same score that I said. Yes, you were on it. <laughs> Photogenic memory. I remembered seeing it once, and I'm like, ah, that sounds right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. I'm going to go with. Yes, yep. Tornado Lane. That's hot, Perry. I know. I came up with it on the spot. <laughs> all right so uh moving on i guess we probably should pay a bill real quick too before we jump into that what you got for me uh i'll tell you what let's do this nfl real quick then we'll jump into one and then because we got a little discussion that may take a minute all right so oh uh, nope well, wrong one here uh, we go uh big game usually whoever wins this game in the driver's seat for the division go. oh yes yeah, so folks you got to come out. It's a night game, 7 o'clock game. So you got to come out, Beast Grove, Saturday night, to hear us cheer on our Tornadoes with their third down keys. And the Lion says. Yes. We have to come up. We have to come up with some good stuff because he got he got blanked last time. Yes, I did. I got some things in the work. So get it. make sure all the kids are ready for halftime on the track. It's going to be fun. All righty. So NFL talk. No, yes. Um, I kind of blew myself for a second. Wow, that sounded terrible. Uh, you got to hey, teach me, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both married, well. man. You know, hey, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. 25 in Canada. <laughs> well, uh, our good old friend who is not really any of our friends, but Mr. Eddie George, uh, former Buckeye, former Tennessee Titan, uh, who Ray Lewis decided to relieve him from his career, 
<laughs> yeah, I remember that hit. Yep. Played his day. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> he is now the head coach at Tennessee State University. Good. Good for him. I mean, good for that program. I think that they're going to, uh, you know, I honestly, I know a little bit about Tennessee State. I don't know as much as probably other people do, um, but he's into coaching. He's into uh, college, and that could be a very good, very good step for him, seeing where he goes with it. But I think he's a good coach. I think he's always been a good mentor. Yeah, I like the diversity that you get more in the college football realm. You know, uh, the pros are getting better mm -hmm. um, in the NFL. Obviously, they're behind in the minority race as coaches to the NFL. I mean, to the NBA and the M the N the, the MLB. Lord, get all your damn letters together. <laughs> but with the MLB, because you know they have a large. Hispanic background or Harlem's Hispanic set. So you see more diversity within this Hispanics in the coaching for them. So, and then with the NBA, a lot of uh, black coaches are getting a little more when you got three in the conference finals right now. So, and then um, with the NFL struggling, but trying to get up to par college is where it's going. And you see a lot of these college coaches now are being former NFL players going back not just to college but are going back to hbcus and trying to build up programs there so um i'm good with it that's cool way to go eddie george uh but this was more funny to me i did see the the, the headline come through i didn't read into it and i saw this on the notes so damon i'm honestly i'm i'm laying on you to help me get through this one because i don't I don't know really the gist of it. Well, I'm so much more impressed with George Kittle now other than just his play on the field is how he handled this question. It was it was absolutely great. Well, you know how him and Kelsey have started tight end university mm -hmm. where they're bringing in some of the top talent of tight ends, young and old to a tight end university where they they hone, they hone their skills together, where they work out together. You know, um, you might be a better at blocking. You might be better at passing. So, you know, they, you know, come together and try to build up the tight end position. And so they call it tight end university. Mm -hmm. So obviously everybody knows that Tebow is now a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars, but he didn't get an invite to tight end university. So, obviously, here comes his question. You know what I'm saying? So, why'd you invite Tebow? Well, nice and politically correct. He told him that, you know, there's just not enough room for everybody. I want to invite all the tight ends, but I have, limit, <laughs> I have limited room available. Hmm. So, why am I going to go spend that limited room available on a third-string guy? Good point. Good point. I mean, I can't, yeah, it's I can't like, disagree with him. Right. I don't want you there. You don't belong there. You're not a tight end. But I need to be politically correct about it. Well, could only have so many people. <laughs> I would love to invite everybody. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to invite all the tight ends. But I can't. Yeah. I get it now. I, you know, like I said, I can't disagree with him. I mean, he's not a 
he's not somebody that's going to be in the league at the tight end position for that long. I mean, let's face it. He's there. Congratulations to him for coming back and, and putting himself on a, in an NFL team like that. But we all know it's either A, a decoy for whatever reason, or B, every so often you may see him in there. Barring any injury, obviously. All I know is Tebow's God is much better than our God. <laughs> I mean, dude, hell, dude, that, that guy's in shape regardless. I mean, how many times can you get revived? You know what I mean? Like, everything that just, hey, Tebow, like, you can't do anything well. <laughs> Commentate, play football. Um, well, I mean, I would hope she's he's happy a, since he was a, a virgin forever. Yeah. <laughs> he. I will say that he is a very good um, person. I like him. He's off, nothing, yeah, nothing, Megan. He's a good dude, all that. man. You know, off the field, you do great things. You know, you you take care of communities. You you lead. You're a great leadership role model. You know, and all that. But when we talk to the great iron, eh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, you were great, in Florida. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and some and and I'll say it. Okay, <laughs> so you beat Pittsburgh. Good. Ah, you're in a fell moment. You beat Pittsburgh. Fuck you. Six Super Bowls. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to pay a bill. Yes. Seven six five four nine nine one zero zero five. Elite performance where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. Hey man, again, that was so much fun. Oh, I had some Pete at all, but it was so much fun. And my best memory, I swear to God, I will remember this forever, was the look that Zach gave. I mean, <laughs> Zach gave Jackson and everybody against the mirror when he, when put he was down. putting the deadlift. Oh, six hundred pounds! Look straight at him and said, "Ha!" With the slow <laughs> drop, because everybody's like, "Can't bang it away!" Can't bang it away! Because <laughs> that's what we hear all the time. Don't bang the weight. So he did. He looked straight at him and set it down with ease. It's like this is absolutely amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I will say, uh, shout out to Joey. I don't remember his last name. It may be Joey Jackson. I could be wrong on that, but thirteen-year-old kid, man. Uh, he he's got. Heart, he is stronger than he'll ever think that his self is. Keep it up, man. Zach, good work on him. Keep him in line. Keep him straight. I think he'll do good, great things later. And and now known as by one name, Cole. Cole. <laughs> Lutheran, 15-year-old. Outstanding. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, hey. Tom, yes, I did. I did find a plug. I did. Well, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it took me a minute. I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. I do. Yep. <laughs> I found a right. plug. <laughs> you got plug, man. You get damn plug. Sound like Cartman. You get your goddamn plug. <laughs> All right. So here we go. Uh, that's the wrong button. Now it's the right button. Oops. So in, in our little NF, uh, NCAA talk, 
uh, it's really isn't about actual the game itself. This is more about uh, what's going on in the uh, the the courts, so to speak. Well, yesterday uh, the Supreme Court rules in favor of former college players in a compensation dispute. Uh, but that really isn't the news. The news is more of what this opens up mm-hmm. for collegiate athletes. I mean, it's almost time to change the 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 label of college athlete. But the NCAA, what, I think itself is going to uh, is going to implode. You we know, talked uh, what, about that last year when yeah. it started uh, with that California league and all that, and how these teams yeah. were going to figure out something to get away from the NCAA and start their own thing. This right here is a major step towards that. And I think that CFB, all that 12 team, has absolutely everything tied into this. I think this all working together. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what was stuck out to me is the verbiage in it, you know, because they went after the antitrust laws uh, being, you know, how, you know, monopolies and things of that nature, you control and things without giving uh, somebody a say, so to speak. So the verbiage in it was uh, the antitrust laws place limits on the education related benefits that the school can provide, meaning that um, you can provide stipends, you can provide scholarship monies, but there's a limit to it. And this what they're challenging is this limit to the compensation that is allowed to a person who is on scholarship or an athlete at a university. So what it says is the decision allows schools to provide their athletes with an unlimited compensation as long as it is some way connected to their education. So a lot of business majors. Yeah, a lot of gym majors. That right? You know, I mean, oh my bad. Physical edu- what is it called now? I don't know what it's called now. They've changed it so Physical much. Physical therapy. <laughs> you know uh, what I mean? It's training. Something. Yep. Personal training. Teaching. A lot of yep. teachers for gym teachers, coaches, coaching degrees. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm I'm looking at this as like, is this a loophole or is this benefiting this creating a loophole? Is this benefiting the athlete? I mean, it, it could be both sides, honestly. Now, my thing is, well, yeah, I'll get to that here in a second, but as far as benefiting the athlete. You know, it depends on what cap that they put on them. You know, it, they, they're saying it's limited. And then, but you can't get any quote unquote endorsements through the school. It has to come outside. So are they limiting? And maybe I'm, I just want to make sure they're limiting that outside exposure that they can get. Or is it limiting just the schools don't uh, participate? But, but here's it. They're not. It, there was a limit with this ruling is now an unlimited. It says with the athletes with the unlimited compensation as long as it has to do with their education. Like that you part's can't, coming from the school. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Are they limit the are they trying to limit the endorsements and the outside the school income? That's a good point. They might be because if they can go sell their image, now you got people coming in. You know, given these, that's where you get into this 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 betting thing. Are you taking the take? You got this money. I need you to do this. 
You know what I'm saying? All these type of things come involved, which I understood the rules set in place by the NCAA a hundred years ago or when right. all this free market came in. I get that. But now you're opening that door again where you've gotten these agents and all these shoe people and all these stuff coming in, tainting it. But but it comes down to like I'm reading the article or I was listening to the broadcast of it. What concerned me is that they're only talking about two sports. Football. What about yeah, yeah, basketball. football and basketball? So what about all the other athletes? Mm-hmm. All the 98% of the other athletes. You know, what I mean, this isn't even talking about the two percent that makes it professional in right. those two sports. You know, what I mean, baseball is big as those two sports in profession. You know, what I mean, they don't they, I mean, we still watch the baseball world series. Are they not included in this compensation? Is the swimming, the golf, golf track, the tennis, the track? Wrestling. You know, down south, track and field is big as the damn football. Yeah, out west too. You know what I mean? In the Midwest here, wrestling is big as the football. Mm-hmm. Are these guys not getting those same? That's mm. a question. Here's another aspect that I want to throw out here. Here's what I was getting at earlier. With this opening the doors like this, what is it going and with the conferences splitting the money that each conference brings in amongst the teams in the conference, what's going to happen to these smaller schools, the smaller football program schools in Division One? I think that will make it obsolete. Why? Because you're not getting the marketing and the people to come in because, oh, man, you know, Nike, okay, Nike. It's linked to however many schools. Okay, so if I go to, I got to go to one of those schools to get that money, and that's potential. With these littler schools, these smaller programs, they're not going to last. So what's going? And here it comes full circle with the NCAA imploding. You're going to have these bigger schools like the SEC teams and all this, that, and the other conglomerate put together and a Power Eight conference, and that's it. Whoever's in those conferences is all that plays football. There's your eight playoff teams, period. I mean, Tom said they're all getting a cut now. But can we prove that? Because they're only two sports that they're talking about. And and, then they mention them by name in all these articles. They mention NCAA football and NCAA basketball. They don't mention the other 200-some-odd sports that are at 75% of these – Colleges, because now, in with, general, is the the money and the income that comes into okay. these schools are from those two sports. I mean, it could Majority. help. Could it? Could it help smaller schools gain money they couldn't get before? Maybe stop stupid game at stop the stupid games at the first. Um, I think you could. I, I think it could filter down because. Even now, you got these smaller schools like Ball State. They got contracts. They're Adidas, I think. You know what I mean? So these smaller schools still have, you know, sneaker deals with apparel companies. Um, I don't know if that money will, you know, be able to get to the athlete. So, I mean, because if you're going to go pay an athlete to wear your brand at this smaller school, then they're probably going to be at a bigger school. You know what I mean? That's so, what I'm saying. So basically, the the brands are going to so much just market the smaller school. You know what I mean? Like, instead of, you know, UCLA basketball being Under Armour and UCLA football being uh, 
um, Nike, they're both going to be all Nike. Like, like if you go to Michigan, the whole school is, is Carol. I mean, is Jordan. You go to Carolina, the whole school, you go to Maryland, the whole school is under armor, but then you got some of them who are half and half. So, mm-hmm. cause they go off the programs that if you do it this way, then the school can get that money. And then that, that type of, of filtration will go to the smaller schools. I don't know. It's this, it's a very slippery slope right now. There's a lot of things that still uh, still need to get talked about, discussed, thrown up, and whatever. And we got plenty of time before it happens because it's not going to happen this year. Oh man, this is this is a battle that's been going on, and it's going to continue to go on. Yeah. There's going to be wrinkles. There's, I think they said before we jump off of something else. I think they said there was uh, at least a dozen cases in the supreme court right now tied in with all of this legality and words with the antitrust and the dominance of the ncaa and all that type of stuff so it's going to be interesting up the next coming years yes it will yes it will i'm gonna keep my eyes and ears open on it because i'm very intrigued on what this is going to pan out to be although i'm not going to hate i do want to see another ncaa football game come out <laughs> that was always Hell better yeah. than Madden. Hell yeah, because uh, I sucked at Madden. <laughs> <laughs> Terribly. It happens. <laughs> it happens. You know, we move on from one to another, and if you're planning on moving, we got just the person for you. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports, and I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home, now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today. 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. You like that segue? Yeah, that was great. That was great. I saw it coming. I saw it. I saw them. I said, ooh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Damon, what is up on the docket next? All right, man. We're going into uh, Cooler Talk, sitting at the cooler. And maybe I can hit the right button. There we go. We are sitting at the cooler. And tonight's conversation is um, coming off the recent coming out of the closet, so to speak, of current NFL player Raiders defensive end Carl Nesbitt. Did I say that correct? I believe so. Nesbitt. Nesbitt. Um, Nesbitt. I don't know. But the question is, is this current NFL, is this current society, sports society, in this – uh, especially now in this male dominant challenged world, like the women are stepping up, you know, male dominance is being challenged, not so much the dominance, but the versatility of allowing um, the w- other genders. I really didn't want to say other genders, but I kind of had to, because I want to just say men and women, but you know, you got some yeah. people that don't know. Death. <laughs> Death. Uh. Yeah, that's a whole nother conversation when it comes to sports. We'll deal with that later. But <laughs> I'm trying to picture Monica's talk yesterday. Bite my tongue. <laughs> on that one, 
on that one, there is no bite tokens. That's just playing out goddamn wrong. Excuse so, my friends. But anyway. Well, so what's the question today? I want to make sure that the question I'm to, the question, the question today is, is this current NFL, is this current society of fan watching in the male dominant, you know, world or male, uh, the male dominance challenge world. Is it, are they ready for a openly gay player? Now we've had players come out after their career. You know, we've had it in the NBA with Collins and I don't know about the, uh, the baseball, but I know we, there's been a couple players come out and people say, well, he's not the first, but because there was the guy, you know, from college, I think it was Missouri who tried to make it, but he was being drafted. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. He didn't make a roster, not because he was gay, because he was not a good freaking football player. Remember, he didn't make the team in Canada either. So mm -hmm. let's let's put him out there. But this is the first currently current player that's openly gay. Is our NFL and our society ready for it? Can well, they accept it? Are they adult enough? Well, as a lot of people know, this hits pretty home to me. And, um, you know, I originally when it was first talked about around the house, you know, it's like, yeah, okay, you are, you aren't, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I don't believe it, you know. Not necessarily a denial thing, but no, nah, you don't know. You know, you're not – you haven't seen and done a lot of things to really know yet. Well, you know, it, it's known now. And, you know, as a parent, it's okay. That's your son. That's your daughter. It doesn't matter. They're, you're going to love them regardless. Now, as a society, the problem is we have a bunch of bullies. We have a bunch of uh, big head people that think that, um, you know, their way is the only way in the world. Now, I don't have a problem with a gay man or a gay woman expressing they're gay, the problem I have was why do they have to? Because society has made them. They shouldn't have to come out of the closet. They shouldn't have to publicize their sexuality like this certain individual has. They shouldn't have to do these things. Why? Because they should just be okay regardless. Now, there is a major fucking difference between being gay and being a man in a woman's sport. As you mentioned earlier, <laughs> it's a whole different topic. But you people, yes, I said you people <laughs> who think that this is the same thing are completely stupid. I'll say it. Y'all are stupid if you think this topic here has anything same instances as this topic over here no this man is not asking to play in a woman's sport he's asking to be accepted by his peers in like you said damon a male dominant sport because of society making him make that transition and let the world know which is bullshit in my opinion hats off to him for doing it you know but i don't think they have to you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to feel obligated to say that to anybody out in public. If you want to tell your teammates, cool. If you want to tell your, your, your parents, your coaches, whatever, fine. I'm okay with you telling whoever. I'm just saying I don't think you need and have to tell people like that publicly 
because just society wants it known. But congratulations, and you got you know you you're brave to do it, especially in the football world. Yeah, um, I think it was great. You know, I mean, I I think I think our society itself itself as a whole because of the movement is ready for it. I don't have a problem with any alternative lifestyle, whatever you do to make you happy, to make you a better person, to get that fulfillment, that happiness that every person sits down and wants. I got no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Good point. But my, my issue is why does it have to be such an announcement? Well, Why does it have to be like, like, did I make an announcement at 13 that I was heterosexual? Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's my thing. I understand that society has put this, 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 this shame, this vow, you know, it comes, it stems all the way from religion. You know what I mean? That's the way it is. You know what I mean? Even though this type of behavior has, well, I don't want to say it like that because that makes it seem like a disorder, but this type of, of thing has been going on throughout society in certain cultures. You know what I mean? It's been, it's been, I'm not justifying either or it's not my place to, but you know what I mean? And in nature, actually in nature, you've seen certain instances of this type of action in nature. So it, it's a debate that we're not going to have here, but why does it have to be just so flamboyant all the time? Like everybody has to make the announcement. I get him. And that's what he was saying in his, in his release. Like I want to get this to the point where, where, where you shouldn't have to do this. Mm-hmm. You should just be able to play football. And that's where it go. But I'm going I'm to hit y'all on, on something, on something else. This isn't something that he just woke up and did. You know what I'm saying? He's in a locker room with 53 other men. And I can guarantee you that those 53 other men on his team already knew that he was gay. And I can and I can almost guarantee you before he even did this, because this isn't something that he's just going to have to fill questions for. Right. Y'all see how the media do. Oh, yeah. Everybody on that team, every man, they're going to be women in, in that organization is going to be asked about. What are your feelings? How does this do this? How does this do this? I don't think it's going to even have to be about him being gay. It's just going to be like, well, what do you think about it? Mm-hmm. That's going to be what it's all. So I guarantee you his 50 other men teammates already knew. And if I was like, at, if I was one of them and I was asked that question, I would have told him, fuck off. Because I mean, it doesn't matter yours? to you. Yeah. I mean, as long as you come and do your damn job. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the way it is, this is football is like the most manly sport. Like, oh my God, this is the man locker room. Like, men are so more intimidated. Like, like, dude, if this dude wanted to hit on you in the locker room, bro, he'd already hit on you in the locker room. Just because him saying it's gay now, why are you changing what y'all were doing in the locker room? Right. And it doesn't. It shouldn't. It doesn't. It shouldn't. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I mean, flip the script. The lesbianism has been going on in women's sports forever. (laughs) But do you think the straight ones care about what the, the, the non-straight ones are doing in the locker room or the, nope. or vice versa? Don't really give a shit. As they care the, about what said, they yeah. care about. What they put on that court, what they show you know what on saying? the court, that's what gets You me. like men, you like that, you like women, that has nothing to do with me, so why am I even caring? All yep. you have to do is come do your job. Now you got your pride. Oh, the other players got their pride messed up. Oh, I just got tackled real hard. I just got snot bubbles knocked into me by a gay dude. 
What? And you know and? somebody gonna say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> who's gonna bully? Who's gonna bully the? There are only a few people on the planet that can bully football players. Yeah. I mean, I'll other talk football shit players. Them, but it doesn't matter if you're gay or not. I'll talk shit regardless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what for? Who's gonna bully a football player? An NFL player? Like you gonna walk up to him like, hey, fucker? But you I'm might gonna, do I'm it. I'm not gonna bully him that way. Yeah. You might do it through the screen. Yeah, I might, I might throw some shots at people, but it's not going to have to do with you know him saying he was gay publicly, and I'm going to throw shots at him like that, like you know the the mainstream does, or like you said, the mainstream is going to ask his his teammates and his coaches and and the owner of the Raiders. Oh, you know, is it okay? What are you thinking? Blah blah blah. Who gives a shit? You know, it, it, I understand. Let me get this straight. I understand where Stephen was coming from because he did make a good point. I think you go public so you can set the stage for others who aren't comfortable coming out but might do that now. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I totally get that, and I'm totally all for that. My thing is, and I think, Damon, yours was as well, is why – must they feel the need to we're saying for society to step back off of your pride hype and love each other regardless i don't give a shit if you're gay straight black white purple if you are a good character person that's what I judge my my like and dislike off of. If you're a dick or not, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm a dick. We all know that. And so you know we what? just have to adjust. We have yeah, to accept you know? your dickness. Exactly. <laughs> is, this, is this the dickness that I'm going to allow today? Some days is easier than others. <laughs> but seriously, I mean... We are, uh, I'll speak for Damon on this uh, for both of us. We are on board with this gentleman and any other person, male or female, that wants to come out and tell the, the world that they're gay. We are telling the everybody else that it shouldn't fucking matter for them to have to do this. That's what the point we are making here. Yeah, you should be you should be able to be whoever you are without announcing it. You yep. know what I mean? We don't have to announce, I don't have to announce my blackness. Even though some people, you know, I mean, even though some, <laughs> even though some societies, you know, think, well, I have to tell everybody because, you know, I mean, but like, yeah. I don't have to announce, you know, everywhere I'm going that I'm heterosexual. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so what? No one cares. Right. And that's what I would like our society to get, you know, and and then this goes both ways. You know, what I mean, we don't have a heterosexual parade. We shouldn't have to have a pride parade. And and goes for a lot of things it, in that aspect. And you can flip, you can flip the script. We're allowed to have a black expo. Why can't you know what I mean? I'm just saying every other ethnicity is allowed to have it. Why, if you want to stop segregation, if you want to stop racing, if you want to stop prejudice as in against gender and anything, stop separating everything. You can teach your culture and your heritage the same way. But just infuse it to how it makes our country. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're citizens of the United States of America. It's a melting pot. Everybody has different cultures that blend in to one. Stop sacrificing everybody else just for your own selfish needs. Message. 
Message. God damn it. This is what we need, Avo. <laughs> Hitting that damn button. A message. We're going to have to get one of those some of these days. One of these days, it'll happen. I was we were- looking on Prime Day. I almost bought a mixer yesterday that had all the LaSales on it. I was dead damn close. <laughs> I, ha- I, I have uh, straight out the lion's just straight out the lion's den right now. Here it is. Don't do it. We were all born to love and taught how to hate. If you stop teaching your kids hate, you wouldn't have to worry about shit so much like we are now. Basically, mind your goddamn business. If I had a mic, I'd have dropped, <laughs> yeah, dropped it. Or some weights. <laughs> hey, man, I like that little board you got back here. Is that a list of the shows or the menu? That would be nice, wouldn't it? That would be nice. Yeah. No, it actually says family <laughs> rules. Help each other. Share. Do your best. <laughs> Pay with hugs and kisses. Say I love you. Try new things. Be thankful. Show compassion. Love each other. Dream big. Respect each other. Laugh every day. Keep your promises. Be grateful. Say please and thank you. Always tell the truth. Embrace differences. Hug often. Know you are loved. And it couldn't have fit more well than what we just went through, guys. And I couldn't see it at all. I <laughs> thought it was a menu. That would be cool, though. Yeah. So now, one basically, of these days when the I get great, an actual studio, it might happen. <laughs> in the great words, in the words of the great man, Jackie Moon, ELE, everybody love everybody. That's all we're here to do, man. That's all we're here to do. And, and better yet, love black and white sports. Exactly. That's what I was getting at. Love us. BW Sports One, Black and White Sports, Checkers and Wreckers, Quantum Inspiration, Super Kicking It with Steven, Combat Zone, uh, Dynasty Bros, because they're they're our brothers from others, you know. Uh, Am I missing anybody? Oh, God. I'm sorry, Kamish. The state of basketball, of course. I'm looking right at you. I'm like, Damon, did I miss anything? No, no, you're good. (laughs) Which is coming up tomorrow, not tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yes, yes. Yeah, we're tomorrow should be the last Thursday, and then we're moving to after checkers of records on Sundays. There you have it. Oh, but it's lighting up right now. But we can talk about it tomorrow. We gotta go. We gotta yeah, go. We gotta go. Somebody's going swimming, and I gotta yes. get somebody up from school. Yes, I have to go. I'm going swimming before I go into slaying the beers and the wine. So hey, no belly flops. No, be- no, I'm not. I didn't say I was swimming. I'm just going to go there and uh, supervise the little the girls. So <laughs> yeah, so no, like white van with no windows pulls up. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> no, 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 I bet. No, no. <laughs> oh, this has been the Dukes of football. Can't wait to do it again. Hey, we got a lot of things going. Check out bwsports1.com for all the hap hap happenings, checkers and records, black and white sports, BW Sports One, and everything else. Damon, what do we do? Hey, we tried to keep Indies sporty and funny as we possibly can. Oh, so pew pew. Like I kind of gave up on the pew pew. The pew pew girl the pew, just pew, said pew girl's clacking. The pew pew girl will be back in action. So all right. Well, all we had to do is get her voice. All we I, need is her voice. I think I'm, I'm gonna have to no do more. the recording. Yep, that will yeah. be the sign off from here on out. You will see the pew pew girl back in action next time on Dukes of Football. Until then, the one, the lion.
We're out. Peace.